Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. On the world of Gael lies the continent called Bardane. This is where heroes must be born again. This is our quest. Hello, avid adventurers. I am Jake, your dungeon master, and I am here with... I am Charlotte, and I play Martina, a human bard. I'm Michael, and I play Mossy, a half-orc paladin, your Oath of the Ancients. Hi, my name is Josh. I play Sam Elisir, a... Wood Elf Ranger. Uh, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I almost said rogue, and that's not my class. <laughs> I want to be this one. You just want to be a rogue. <laughs> I'm L. I play Selena Vedark, a rogue half-elf. And for a, another episode, our fabulous Stephen has returned to us. Woo! <laughs> I'm Stephen, and I am Copper, the Wood Elf. What is your actual name? It says right here. <laughs> I will not call you Copper. Galel. Galel, yeah. <laughs> My real what name. What class are you? Fighter. Mm. So sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have muscles? Is yes. he muscly? Yes. yes. I, would, yeah, I, would, like, I would say he's... Is he a bit of a hunk? I have thighs of steel. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm... Very nimble, so I can get about quick, but man, that's what my legs do. They help mm. me get about. I am quite tall for an elf, quite tall, but that adds to my sex. He's a good I five, think. six. Five, six and a half. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> As you know, long flowing locks, just just a beauty to behold, really. Oh, my God. <laughs> so is he rugged or is he clean shaven? Clean shaven. Oh, yeah, because um, I found out that wood elves can't actually grow facial hair. Yeah, it's only, uh, it's only half, half elves. elves. Yeah. I've been working on mine for a while. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, last time, our adventurers rode across the plains to find a smuggler named Copper. When they found him, Selena discovered that this proprietor of ill-gotten gains was none other than her old friend, Galel. Together, they escaped the wild ferns, but sadly departed soon after. He joined in an adventure to claim the boat that is needed to sail safely into the Fielded Territory's Capitals Bay. To do this, though, they would have to steal from a pirate captain named Quoth Nevermore. After doing this and claiming the vessel, they set sail for Deland. <laughs> I love that Deland. <laughs> but not before Quoth blew a magical horn, summoning a beast from the sea, and here we are. The boat starts to sway from side to side. Water crashes over the side, but it is jet black in color, more like ink than water. Then the water suddenly settles. A roar fades in, editor's note, and four <laughs> large tentacles rise from the sea, slamming against the deck. Everyone, roll for initiative. 15. 11. 16. 16 as well. 11. Alright then, Charlotte, you get your first turn. What would you like to do? No idea. Look over the boat and see what's happening. I'm going to use my turn to look at things. <laughs> I want to use it to... That's just a minor. Okay. Um, I want to look at the cannon. Okay, yes. That you said was on the boat and see, um, are there cannon balls? Yes, they are. You would have to use a miner to use a strength action or dexterity to load the cannon and then you can fire it. Okay, cool. I want to have a go at that, please. Okay, roll for either strength or dexterity. I'm going to go for dexterity because I get a plus four on that, but minus one for strength, so let's give that a go. Mm-hmm. Luckily, for eight. Okay, you just managed to get a cannonball in. I mean, just. I mean, that is the minimum number to do this. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And I've got firing it. Yes. Roll again to hit. 16. Okay, without having to add any pluses to it, you fire one of these cannonballs. Roll two d6s. Bloody cannonball, two d6. What's going on? Okay, let me change that then. Roll... 3d6. <laughs> That's more like it. For damage. <laughs> okay. 6, 4, and 1. 11. Okay, you fire the cannon and it blows a chunk out of one of these tentacles. It retreats down into the ocean depths. Yes. Bossy, your turn. Um, I'm going to take out my two-handed greatsword. Okay. And I'm going to slash the shit out of one of these uh, tentacles. Let's okay, roll to hit. 13, am I doing any pluses on this? Oh yeah, my normal plus is a plus 7. Fuck yeah, dirty 20. (laughs) (laughs) So excited. Yes, cool. And and then I'm going to, while I'm holding my greatsword, it's like the first time I've like really properly attacked with the sword. This pulsating feeling comes across me and I feel like energy is flowing through me. And I'm going to divine smite. Oh shit. Shit, your first time. time. Let's do it. So we've got... 3 plus 5 is 8, plus 2 7 is 15, 8 plus... Fuck yeah, 23 damage. <laughs> Maths! 
you slice through this tentacle, but as the radiant energy runs through it, you notice that it is not light. It is darkness running through it, and the blood that runs from this tentacle gets soaked up into your sword. Oh, sweet. The stump retreats into the ocean depths. Stephen, Copper. I want Copper to use his cutlass again. Okay. take on one of the tentacles. Cool. Roll to hit. <laughs> you try to do it with such style to try and impress Martina so much, but you don't actually slash anything. Miss and fall. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what would you like to do? I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I'd like to get to the top of the, the crow's, oh, crow's oh, yeah. nest. I want to get to the top of the crow's nest to be like a sniper. Okay, you need to roll for dexterity to get up there quickly. Okay. 10 plus 3, 13. Okay, you just managed to get up there as your miner. Lovely. And then I get out my dimbo. You get your dimbo. 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 <laughs> and I want to fire an arrow at one of the tentacles. Roll to hit. 8 plus 7. 15? Yes. That's 1d6. Well, technically 2, because I'm going to shout dim. Okay, so you shout the word dim into your bow, and your arrow splits in two, so you hit twice. So, 4 damage. Okay, cool. The arrows fly into it. Ink-like blood bursts out of it, but it's still there. Sorry, guys. I didn't cut it off. Selena. Um, well, I'm not very good at fighting <laughs> at all. <laughs> So the only thing that I can really do that can form any damage is my uh, double stabby stab. You um, can always go for a cannon. I could go for a cannon. Yeah, it's probably the best course of action. All right. Yeah. So do I need to use the um, dexterity? To you need to use that? dexterity to load it as your minor, and if you fail, you still load it, but you have to wait till your next turn okay. to. I just reread my character sheet. I missed like another two d six damage because a crit, and also savage attacks. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, so my uh, so it was 14. Okay, yep. yep, you managed to uh, load the cannon. It is now ready to go. And then I will roll to hit. So, yep. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, yeah, 18. Okay, yeah. Yep, and uh, 3d6. Yes. Uh, 2d6, there you go. Uh, uh, 9 damage, 9 damage. Are you doing this to one that hasn't been hit or the one that Sam has already hit? The one that Sam's already hit. Okay, yes, you blast part of it away but it is still flapping about so now there's two tentacles one of them's highly damaged and one of them hasn't been touched yet so it's now their turn to see what they do to you guys oh i can i have like hide after my thingy oh of course yeah, yeah. roll roll yeah. to hide yeah is that stealth yes okay yeah uh that's 13 Okay, yeah, yeah, you jump uh, over the side of the other boat, so you're hanging on the other side away from the tentacles. Cool. Okay, so they are going to try and grab the two girls on the cannons. So, your ACs, please. 14. I'm hiding. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. That means it has to go for one of you guys. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Guys, for Steven. Oh! oh. So right, darling, we'll go down together. <laughs> what is your AC, Steven? Okay, cool. The tentacles slam down onto the deck and miss both of you. Ooh. Even with the even with the added stuff as well. Okay, so it goes back to Martina. I pull out my wonder fireballs. Don't fuck it up. I'm not fucking around this time. I really don't want to set the ship on fire. Yeah, don't fuck it up. So they've got to make a deck save to see if. Wait, are you going for one tentacle because they're both separate from each other? Are they on the same side of the boat? 
yes. Yeah, I'm going to go for both. Okay, cool. Let's, so I'll roll for both of them to see. You hit one, mm-hmm. but the other one misses, so it only takes half damage. Okay. Do you remember the damage for these? Oh, yeah, lots. Oh, God, there's maths involved. So how much damage did that do? 31. Okay, so I also roll for the ship. The ship takes half the damage. You wipe out one of the tentacles, the one that was partially damaged. It's just literally turned to calamari. I was going to say, mmm, calamari. (laughs) And the other one is burnt to fuck, but it's still up and about. And half your ship is now on fire. Sorry. I have a decanter of endless water that I'm just going to leave here. Slide along. Moss is going to blow on it. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so hold, still holding my uh, greatsword, I um, run up to the side of the ship and I try to swipe at it again, but I'm going to use one of these charges that is on it as well. So I just get an extra D6 of uh, damage. I have to announce this. So one of the three roses that are on your sword yeah, is now... One, yep, one of them. One of them closes as your sword is glowing with radiant darkness. Natural twenty. What is going on? You slice into this thing, and if I remember correctly, every time you kill a creature with your sword, it recharges it. So your rosebud literally comes back to life. Oh, I thought you meant the plus five. I thought literally you'd roll the one on every I, single one. I rolled one. two ones, a two, a five, and a four. Oh, wow. And then I plus five. Yeah. <laughs> you swing your sword. It sucks all life out of the actual tentacle itself, and it crumbles into dust. Fantastic. And now the Kraken also gains something called lacerations. So every, at the start of its turn, it's going to take 1d4 damage. Fine. Okay, <laughs> cool. Suck it, Kraken. Okay, so the all four tentacles were defeated, but then you hear another roar down below, and a giant squid head pops out of the sea, and two more tentacles are with it. What? What is it's this? It's a kraken. It's huge. Boats <laughs> on high. fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very seasick right now. Oh what? yeah, you don't have water, do you? No. <laughs> Copper, what would you like to do? So I'll be using my harpoon. So, roll to hit. 17. No. (laughs) Wow. 19. You throw your harpoon into the eye of the squid. Roll for damage. Five. It bursts one of its eyes. Yes. Sam, what would you like to do? So then I'm going to put my hunter's mark on the kraken. Okay, cool. And fire my dimbo again. Okay, cool. Roll to hit. Natural 20 plus 7, 27. Jesus Christ. David needs to put the plus to get your crit. Roll for damage twice. Uh, Well, yeah, and with Hunter's Mark, I also roll an additional 1d6. Oh my god, I just realised. Are you saying dim as well? And are you saying dim as well? So it's four attack dice, and then also your Hunter's Mark. Yeah, so 5d6. 21 plus 3. Wow. Oh, plus 3, so. 24. You do a shit ton of damage to it. It's screaming. There is ink blasting everywhere. Selena, what would you like to do? I'll hop back on board. Okay. Play. Yeah. Still, yeah I just yeah. like still hanging off yeah. the other end. Yeah. So I'll like gracefully hop back on board. She's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I see Sam almost in flames and wave. And I wave back. <laughs> um, I'll use the cannon again. Okay, yeah. cool. Go to load. 
Nineteen. Yeah. Cool. And now to fire. Now to fire. To fire. No. <laughs> it was a one. Natural oh. one. Natural one. No. Your cannon explodes. Ah. Oh, oh shit. Roll I a d10. She's been back two minutes. I know. I know. Not good. Not good. <laughs> you seem to. You seem more clumsy than salmon. Like you fall down and hurt. Like you Same. break cannons. You're distracted by what's his blue eyes over there. Yeah. Two. You take two damage and you are on fire. So what does that mean if she's on fire? Yeah. When it gets to her turn, if she doesn't put the water out, she's going to take more damage. What to do? What? <laughs> So what to, what to right, do? So lacerations for for the kraken one. Oh yes, it takes one damage. Yes, it's still screaming in pain. But now I'm going to roll for the two tentacles and the head. Okay. What's okay. the head? Oh, you'll see. God, yeah, it's gonna have a little beak thing on it, isn't it? Um, Mossy, what's your AC? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. 16, I don't have my shield anymore. One of the tentacles grabs you by the leg and you are now up in the air. Okay. Sam, what's your AC? 15. You have also been grabbed by one of the tentacles. <laughs> and you are both now up in the air and now I've got to see what happens next with the head. <laughs> okay. No. I did so well. Sam. Oh, fuck off. Sam is dropped because it rolled a one. Uh, where? Where? Into the water. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, no! <laughs> Sam doesn't do water. Um, Mossy, he rolled natural 20. <gasps> he opens up his mouth and you get swallowed. <laughs> you are now inside the squid's stomach. Roll. Can you cut your way out, uh, a la Hercules? Roll, roll a d. I have a plan. Roll a d6 for acid damage while it tries to dissolve you. Alright. One. One. You've taken one damage from acid. Yeah. Don't worry, we guys will be fine. We still got the pearl earrings, though, right? Yeah, so fine. we can kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, of course, that's, yeah. that's the idea. Oh no, that sound effect was me in the water. Like, oh, oh, mine, mine was me in the acid. Yeah. Okay, I'm going for a different <laughs> tack, tick. tick. Yeah. yeah. And I want to, I've got my decanter of endless water, but I feel like right now we need to focus on the Kraken and then we can put the fire out. But this, use this okay. um, L. Yeah. Or if someone else gets there first, but I think I've got a good Throw thing I can do. Yeah. Right, I've got this um, sitter, right? Sitar. Sitar. Well, it doesn't say sitar, it says sitter. Does it actually? Yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to levitate this bad boy out of the water and try and raise it up and kind of away and up it. It doesn't have as much strength, right? It will have disadvantage on its goes while it's being yeah. levitated mm -hmm. up into the air. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to try and levitate with my... Cool. Um, roll a d20 and add your charisma as that is your casting modifier. 12 plus 5, I've got 17. You cast your spell, you play your sitar, the entire giant squid raises up into the air, you see its dissolved, burnt, destroyed tentacles, and it's flailing around in the air, so you guys will have advantage on it, and it will have disadvantage on you. Mm -hmm. Nice. Do I have a minor action? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Okay, I'm going to chuck my um, canter of endless water. Can I chuck it to um, Selena to use, so she can use it on herself? Is she able to do that? Yeah, of Yeah, or you can pour it on her. Like it's Oh, can I use that as my minor? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, so yes. I'm going to pour it on Selena. I'm going to... Cool, yeah, that's absolutely... Yeah, you don't have to roll for that. It's just done. Cheers. Thank Amazing. You. Thank you. You're cool. welcome. You, you are slightly singed. <sighs> like a I was shit. trying to think um, of it, yeah. Do, does she have any hair left? Yes! 
Roll a yes. d20. Yes. Wait, me or her? <laughs> That's you. <laughs> you, you, Selena. Roll a d20. See how much air you have left. Oh, my God. <laughs> a ten. It's a nine and a one. A ten? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that you're either missing part of your hair on one side, like a good chunk of it, or you're missing your eyebrows. Eyebrows, I'll draw them on. Eyebrows? I'll draw them on. Okay. Just, um, just look at her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, of the two of us, which one has eyebrows? <laughs> you did it for Blake. The fight Gal- banter is so Galil and I like are not interested in each other romantically. I just don't want him to be with you. Martina doesn't, <laughs> Martina doesn't, Martina doesn't know this. <laughs> I love how like Selena and Martina might be having this argument whilst like I'm drowning yeah. and you're dissolving in acid. <laughs> fight banter is great. I, I did stop you from being on fire yeah. still, so yeah. Okay, so Mossy, what are you going to do? Oh, please roll the d6 for me, please. Two. Um, so what are my limitations in the belly of the beast? So you're in darkness at the moment. You can't really see where you are. You can feel flesh all around you and it's burning you. So you can, you can attack in here, but it'll be by disadvantage because you're in this confined sort of like fleshy space. Yeah, at hard the moment. to move. Yeah, hard to move. Like you still can go for it, but it's going to be difficult. Okay, so is this any type of attack I do, regardless of what it is? Magical attacks, no. Um, what if it was physical a magical attacks, yes. weapon? Uh, I'd say because it's still right. physical. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you decide. I'll tell you what I'm doing. So, Mossy reaches down into the acid and then pulls from his, like, kind of belt holster okay. his fireball pistol. Okay, And yes. then he's going to start shooting it upwards. Okay, yep. You can definitely do that without disadvantage. Because yes. <laughs> it is a... I don't a, know what it does. Uh, it is we, a, a magical weapon you made up on the spot. So, so, basically, I've named it a fire slinger. Okay, So, yeah, instead of calling it a flintlock pistol, it's a thing that fires uh, fire fi- firebolts out of it, so what's and it goes off. It like, goes off like a uh, like a firework. Uh, cool. Eight uh, plus what? Let's say I don't know how I could miss. I'm inside the damn thing. That's a good point, actually. You'll get advantages while hitting inside of it with that sort of weapon. So roll twice. Ten. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's say you hit. Yeah. Alright, so it's just a D10. Um, nothing special. Six. Cool, you blow a hole out the side of it. You can now see light. <laughs> you can see that you're flying in the air. Like, your head, like, sticks out of the wound. You're just like... Ah! Like, why are we flying? <laughs> My boots made the Kraken fly! <laughs> I don't have those boots anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> I gave them to... Uh, I have the boots! <laughs> <laughs> Although I think Martina's got them. Um. <laughs> no, no, she's got she's got flying bits now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true, it's true. So I like I'm like pull, pulling my head out of the the hole I burst inside of the crack, and I'm like, guys, help! <laughs> Stephen, what would you like to do? Do we still have a cannon? You still have one functioning cannon. Okay, I want to use the cannon. Okay, cool. Roll for dexterity to load it. Seventeen and three. Well, yep, yep, definitely. You easily do it. Got a dirty 20. No, dirty 20! Dirty 20! 20. 20. 20. My first one. <laughs> dirty boy. So dirty. <laughs> and now roll to hit. 15. Yes, are you aiming at the head? Yes. 
Cool. Uh, you fire at it, and you've now blinded it because you've burst the other eye. And you manage to not get mossy. Ten. Cannonball flies straight through his eye, through his brain, and he is now dead in the air. Yes! Direct hit! (laughs) Mossy, you feel the muscles relax around you and you're able to crawl out of it now with ease. But I'm going to move on to Sam drowning now because he can't swim. Thanks, guys. So you are now underwater. Yep. You can't see or hear anything, and you're just sinking, sinking, sinking. Technically, it's Selena's turn if she wants to do anything. Okay, so I'm going to try and throw one of those little rubber rings on a rope. Okay, it to, yeah, over yeah. To you, throw, you throw it over. Yeah. Um, but if he's, like, way he underwater. Is he way underwater? Yeah, is he just below the surface? He's, he's just below the surface at the moment, I would say. <laughs> um, okay, both of you roll a d20. Add dexterity... Survival, yes. Roll both of you for survival. 19. 5 plus 6, so 11. So the ring gets to you, but you are already quite far underneath the water. Wrong time to roll, Martina, you are currently holding up this giant dead squid up into the air. What would you do? If you like, The first thing that came into my head was... Stop the clocks. Stop that and just start like reciting. R.I.P. He's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. We'll all have to. Can, can you levitate two things at the same time? No, I don't know. But I can. can I, you drop- I need to drop this. I'm not going to drop it on Sam, so I'm going to like cast it. Yep, cast oh, it aside. Bye, Mossy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mossy goes with it. <laughs> can I lower it onto the ship? Is it big enough? Kind of well, it's sing the ship. Shake it. Shake it. <laughs> yeah, but you're also the, the coast also has those like pirate guys on it, though. We're in a tricky situation. So I am going to lower the squid. Okay. In the hope that uh, the tentacle that is still attached drops down enough for Sam to be able to reach onto that, and then I'll pull it back up and place the squid with Mossy in it. It's not a squid, is it? The Kraken with Mossy in it and Sam attached to it on the boat. Okay, roll the d20 and add your charisma modifier. If only you were wearing a really cool captain's hat. (laughs) I'm really sorry, but my charisma is... doesn't matter. Five, five, five plus, it's, it's plus six, the it's seven. S- the spell breaks and you drop the squid straight on top of Sam. I'm Sam, so you're starting to drown. Oh, Please no. roll the d10. Does the zero mean ten? Yes. Okay. Oh. Sam, you take eight damage. If, as you sink further and further down into the sea, you see that image that you've seen before? Oh, the one with the eye. The giant red and orange vertically slitted eye just stares at you as you sink down. So I just see this image deep in the water. Mm-hmm. I presume it's like I a just, vision, isn't it? I just like say to my head, help me. Someone save me. The eye disappears and suddenly you shoot out of the water and you land on the deck. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Cough that more. Oh, who saved me? We all did. <laughs> grip effort, grip effort. Yeah. 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 Have, you, have you seen Barney? Barney is... Dead. <laughs> <laughs> You fo- so sorry. You f- you see Barney on the side of the ship, and he is looking at you really weirdly now. Hey, hey, buddy, you okay? He sort of turns his head away from you and flies over and lands on Mossy's head. I'm in the water. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, and I'm dying in the water as well. Sorry. As well, he tur- no, he t- I hope not. He, tur- <laughs> he, cool he, he turns his head and he flies and sits on Martina's shoulder. The fuck? What the fuck, Barney? <laughs> Why, Barney? I just sort of like just sort of sit there. She's got massive boobs. I'm like That's dying in the water. He still dresses as a parrot as well from the last episode. <laughs> oh, he's still a parrot. <laughs> ah. Barney the parrot. He's really committed to this pirate thing, right? isn't he? Yeah. I'm like half out of the hole inside of the kraken, <laughs> and I'm now presuming the kraken's sinking into the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's starting to sink now, but you can easily escape it. I'm just going to climb out of that. Fucking thing. Cool, yeah, you're in the open water, and because you're naturally quite hairy, you float <laughs> like a boy. Amazing. So, whilst <laughs> so he like shouts, Don't worry, guys, I'm really good at swimming. He does the shittest doggy paddle you've ever <laughs> seen to get back to the boat. Like, he's certain he's an amazing swimmer, though. Cool, yeah. Yeah, of that's course what's he going does. On. Yeah, cool. This yeah. is what his dad's time's like, You're doing great, son. Like, just the shittest doggy paddle you've ever seen. <laughs> You're all back on the boat now. You're sort of like recovering a little bit from that previous battle. But is the sail still on fire? (laughs) I would say... (laughs) Job well done, guys. (laughs) I would say that the splash from Martina dropping the Kraken would have put it out. (laughs) So there was one good thing that came out of it. (laughs) Nearly killing everybody. Cool. Cool. So so what's happening now? Are we trying to repair the boat I, I would That's say I, I would say it. the boat is good enough to still sail to Delan so if you want to continue that journey you just gotta say yep and off we go as I look into the horizon <laughs> oh you have one of those telescope <laughs> things yeah I, I pull it out of my boat <laughs> spyglass you you that's have, it you'd have yeah. it because you're like a cartographer yeah. aren't you so so you fix up the ship, you have some rests, you see Delan, the capital, with the sun behind it, you see this vast, beautiful kingdom before you. As you pull up the sails to slow down the boats to make your way into one of the many jetties We realise there are no sails, because they've burned down. <laughs> There's only half of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You look up upon the land in all of its glory. After the Spire Wars, the enslaving orcs fled into the southern deserts, leaving the freed humans with a lot of flattened land in which to use. Their first goal was food, so they turned their territories into the vast farmlands to keep the people going. After trading food with the dwarfs of the three peaks to the north, the humans came into a great wealth of gold, metals, and power four items. In so, five rich families came together to form a kingdom and vote for the king. Bray Dullen, Martina's grandfather, was voted in with the Banes in second, the Grey Winds in third, the Levers in fourth, and the Bumperkins in last place. No wonder. <laughs> Long live you're King Bumperkin. You're definitely your grandfather's daughter, uh, granddaughter even, because like, Dullan and then my beach. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very literal. As Bray Dellen was a simple farmer, he wanted his capital to reflect that. On the outer circle of the city, buildings looked to be small to large scale barns. These are painted in red and blue to celebrate Martina getting into the School of Fine Arts as a bard. A high wall keeps the inner circle where the houses are made of sturdy white brick and with thick thatched roofs. The palace in the centre is much, much larger but has the same white brick but with roofs made of gold plates. Before you is the outer circle. To the left you see armor smithies and people walking around fish markets looking for the morning catch with their half-orc slaves. To your right you see a large tavern which you assume is for fishermen to rest after their morning hunt in the sea. Straight before you, you see the wall of the inner circle. A huge metal gate blocks you off from getting in. To its left is a small guardhouse checking passes to let people through. So if we look out kind of onto the um, landscape and we see the palace I guess in the distance. Yes. Um, I'll turn to Martina and say did we not see some plans for the palace? earlier we did but i have an idea yeah okay one person another person's shoulder big trench coat we just walk straight up (laughs) (laughs) i've seen it not suspect at all no is that how you escaped always works in every movie (laughs) no i'm kidding i do have plans Yes. Um, so I, I, I like I like that idea though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we could do that later try, on. Yeah. I just something I've always wanted to do. Um, so we'll I roll out the plans. Yeah. And we're looking at them now. Okay. Cool. While that's going on, I'm like, <coughs> presume that I'm talking to Sam uh, aside. I'm like, what happened, man? Like, you just fired out of the water. Like, I, I thought one of you saved me. No, you you shot straight out of the sea. Like you were being I don't know spat up by something. I mean, I saw this vision of this eye I think I may have been hallucinating it's fine but like I just sort of wanted someone to save me and then the eye went and I ended up on the ship what did it look an eye eye. (laughs) (laughs) is it red and orange red and orange it's like this red and orange slit eye like fire kind of yeah but now Barney won't even go near me 
And I, th I thought we were doing quite well after I've shot him and he's fallen out of trees and stuff. That sounds like <laughs> an amazing start to your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought we got somewhere. Now he won't even look at me. He just spends all the time with Martina. No offence, Martina. Where's, where is where is uh, Barney? Is he just with still he's, still, he's still on Martina's shoulder. And he's, he seems to be interested in the map as well. Of course he does. Can I detect evil and good? Well, I can. I'm going to do it. <laughs> What, from... Like, right now, I'm sitting... What, from Sam. Sam? It should be, like, naturally happening. So, you do this, and you've never really noticed this before, but Barney is, like, glowing from using this, like... He's like, like, very good. Like, yeah, like... He's a good boy, that's why. And when you look at Sam, you see, like, there's a part of him that wasn't there a couple of hours ago but there seems to be this dark strain running through his body like its own independent thing but you've never noticed this before ever I'm gonna not keep this to myself but I'm not gonna explain it to Sam I'm just gonna kind of be like very wary so Copper, Selena and Martina are looking at the plans they work out that what how they get into the palace is that there is a sewer system from the outer trench into the lower parts of the dungeon, but it does mean crawling through a tunnel of shit. Trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam, Sam and Mossy rejoin the group now. It's like, right, what's the plan? Um, you boys are climbing through a sewer and then opening a door for us. <laughs> yes, you are. Here's the map. Off you go. Woo. Is there anything else we need to know? I mean, this is your capital, no? No. No, no dangers, nothing no. like that. But we're in our little earpieces and, uh, yeah. yeah. Barney, so, do you want to come? How do we get to the sewer? What's what's the plan? Shall we talk talk to me about it. Am I big? Am I too big to go? For oh no no no! So basically, this open sewer is also in the higher class inner circle. So you need to get into there first. So the inner, ah, so the, the inner, so in the inner circle has a wall going all around it, protecting all the lords and ladies within the palace grounds, basically. And you need to get in there, but there's this huge giant metal gate that's guarded by the local guards, not Amber Lions. So, so you not know that all the, yet, but maybe later. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I feel like Martina needs to come with us because then when we get out the other side, she can direct us where to go. Yeah, surely. We if all you... need to get through these gates, right? I yeah, how they... big is this gate? Can they not just let the princess through? No, because I'm suspected of murder. Like how high? Uh, the actual the, the actual wall is about fifty feet, and the big metal gate is around like two stories high. Okay, so how many guards are guarding the gate? There's about like ten to fifteen guards you can see wandering around this place. Um, my sit-in makes things invisible. That's a really good shout. Hmm. Oh, I was going to say we could burn them. What the fireballs? Go, let's just go to the tavern, grab a quick drink, and then maybe some people in there will know, make know how we could get past the guards, and then we could go and check that out. Because I think it's been it's been a bit of a day for all of us. Let's just gra gra grab a drink and then come up with a plan in the tavern. Cool. You stand before the biggest tavern you've ever seen so far. So vast that there is a second floor for drinkers and there are tables set up outside which are all occupied. A beautifully painted sign reads the West End and it is currently in the west part of the city. There's Ooh. also a little... A uh, stage built inside of this tavern. You see a little sign that's marked up with chalk saying, Performance today, the marionettes. 
How many people are watching? It's a packed out tavern, so there's actually quite a few people in there. Okay, so um, so we go in the tavern and have a look. We're like, oh, guys, there's all these performers. Maybe they could, like, distract those guards. I mean, we've got money. Oh, yeah, like, we could bribe them somehow. Or maybe they're literally that desperate, they'll just go give a performance out in the streets. <laughs> Don't you have some uh, pearls? I do. That you could chuck at them. The marionettes? Yes. Yeah, they're quite cheap. I don't have to get rid of that many, I suppose. No, you don't. Just give them a handful. <laughs> just throw one at them. Yeah, I give them like one pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not getting the whole bag. Jeez. Look at them for 600 gold. Right, Elle, you go speak to one of them. Okay. I make my way over to the stage and... <laughs> you can pretend to be some kind of producing talent kind of scout and try to... Okay. I could, yeah. I could, I could. Hmm. Simon yeah, sort of. yeah. Okay, so I go to the edge of stage and um, I try and signal for the, the person closest to me. Okay. To come over and have a chat. You see this very, very tall, skinny woman walk over to you and she's wearing like a flamboyant robe. Like she's getting ready to do some sort of drama esque performance. She has like a flower circle in her hair and uh, yeah, she just sort of floats over to you and says, Yes. Help noticing that you're a performance group, and I was wondering. I've never seen a flash mob before. Flash. So mob? I was wondering if you, if you, if you guys were able to do flash mobs, like if you could go out in the street and just randomly do a flash mob, because I think that'd be absolutely amazing. I'm stood behind, nodding. I, I also have um, a couple of like. Black- she, she immediately clocks onto copper and just like her, her features go a bit red. From looking at you. See, this this man over here is a talent scout um, from a local talent agency. <gasps> is he? And he's um, looking to recruit some um, new talent. performers, new talent. talent. Yeah, some 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 new fresh talent to his agency. So I was, uh, so, and he loves flash mobs as well. So I think it'd be a big surprise for him to go out in the street. I'm sorry, and see I'm sorry, mob. I'm sorry. I really want to do this, but what's a flash mob? It's when you go out into the street and okay. pretend to be normal people. And then all of a sudden start singing and dancing and it surprises everybody. And this will impress him? It will absolutely impress him. Like a lot? Like way more than a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you flirting? Is, uh... Copper winks at the performer. Oh, she she delicately like falls to the ground dramatically. It's like, oh, I'm so overcome. <laughs> Delicately falls to the ground dramatically. Gets a fan out halfway through and starts fluttering herself. Martina walks up, grabs the fan and twats her in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> Martina. She shrugs. <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> I didn't see you there. <laughs> I kneel down and help her up. Ooh. So what do you think? Would this be something you guys would be interested in doing? She answers you but doesn't stop staring at Copper as she's being lifted. Anything mm-hmm. for him. <laughs> what is your name? My name's Beverly. Beverly, the most beautiful name I've ever heard. Oh! <laughs> she faints again. <laughs> Copper turns to Martina and gives Martina a little wink. Martina goes to the bar and orders a very, very large um, pint. <laughs> I say a large pint. But Beverly. Pints, a bucket. She orders a bucket and she downs it. A flash mob needs more than one person. Oh, we'll yeah. need you and your friends. Would they be willing to help us out? She immediately runs backstage and she saw you hear like a lot of yelling, a lot of like, we're not that kind of performance. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we're bloody well are now. (laughs) (laughs) And she saw, appears out of the curtain and says, we'll be ready in five. Give her a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. And another cheeky wink. 
Me and Simon are <laughs> just drinking rum at the bar. Yeah, we are. Cool. All right. So, are you going to tell them that they want the flash mob outside this gate? Then, yeah. Let so that means street, you're yeah. going to have to sort out where to set up by this gate. We just need a Q word, really, and then they need to start doing whatever they need to do. Um. Yeah. Uh, Give. Tell uh, them. Tell them something to signal. I. I say. Sorry. Okay. How about in five minutes out in the street when you see this gentleman here take off his bandana? That's a signal for you to start. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. She's. They're, they're all getting ready. They're all wearing ridiculous costumes. One of them's dressed like a duck. <laughs> and uh, really acting like normal people. Yeah. And yeah. Well, they're actors. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So they're re- they're ready to go whenever you are. So we sit. We must signal to the others. Yeah. So um, we. I guess we. We'll I think come we should scout out the gate and yeah. figure out what the guard situation is. Yeah. And then we. Can so if we like, kind of give you guys a nod to go meet us at, um, towards the door, so we can go and chat out in the chat out in the street. In front of this gate, you see three guards actually by the gate itself. They are letting people through the door when a pass is shown to them. You can see like servants going in, probably going to the lords and ladies to take food to them and stuff like that. You also see this building next to it that has a lot of guards in it. There must be where they basically hang out and also where they they give people passes and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's just generally what's happening there at the moment. Maybe what we do, we've got like three sneaky people here like we put the flash mob on we distract everyone's them, distracted them. start pickpocketing people mm-hmm. get as many passes as you can I like that idea mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna um, use my disguise kit in case I get wrecked you're still dressed up as a pirate are we all still dressed up as pirates yes yep. you are do they like pirates here uh well you haven't met any town guards yet I take off the eye patch. Okay. Yeah. Take off the eye patch, take off the hat, take off the earrings, and all of a sudden you're just a poor person. Yeah. <laughs> you're a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I take off the, the jacket and the hat and put on my um, sneaky shoes. I um, put my normal clothes back on, put the other clothes, like, just throw it to the side alley, but I want to, like, keep the long jacket because I think it's cool. Yep. Yeah, so um, we've got out onto the street, so we're going to go and hover nearish. We're the entrance where people are going in and out. So it's all like to the side. Yep, to the side, so we can try and get people near where passes. they're giving. Yep. So okay, cool. Yep. yep. All right. So are you ready for this? Yep. You're gonna roll for sleight of hand when you activate the flash mob. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So we see the marionettes starting yep. to pile out of yep. the out of the west end. Yep. Yep. They're coming. And yep. So we give a little nod over to Galil. I look over at the lady in the robe. Yep, she sees you. And I remove my bandana. And they immediately burst into singing. They start dancing around the place like fools. They're doing a lot of box steps. They're doing a lot of jazz hands. And they're doing a lot of fists up in the air. Okay. Is it all of us rolling a... If you all want to pass... <laughs> I got a natural 20. I got oh, soddles. Oh, like <laughs> nice. 18 plus 3, 21. Uh, I got... 27. 7. <laughs> 8. You, do you not have good sleight of hand or do you just have a really crap roll? Really crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rolled 4, okay. then plus 3. So you managed to slip only 4 passes because Mossy got a natural 20, so he got 2. So you got 4 passes. Okay, so I'm going to use my invisibility spell and I'll give my pass that I got to Copper. And I'll give my extra one to Sam. Thanks, buddy. Okay, cool. Yep, that sounds Thank good. All right, then. Roll for performance if, if you're using your setup. So, okay. 
Come Should on, be good, come on. Unless I get a natural one. Oh, oh One of the marionette actors dances a little bit too enthusiastically and smacks you just as you cast this spell, making you non-invisible. The guards would have seen this spell starting to activate and are now insanely interested and they are on their way towards you. Alright, guys, go get through there. No. Get through you've the got, no. We need you. You've got the herb or the flower or whatever. And you know where you're going. And then you have the map. This is your quest. I've never seen. This is our quest. It's <laughs> oh. the first time someone's actually used the title within the podcast. <laughs> Maybe we could fight our way through. No. Let me take it. You've been on this journey for so long. It's my t- I'll distract them. You go. But my hero. Girl, I love when they just found you again. You'll find me another time. <gasps> okay. Uh, okay. Okay. If it must I'll be, it must be. I bow my head to you all, turn around, and run at the guards. What show? I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate. <laughs> no, I actually attack someone. Not. I'm not actually going to physically hurt them. Start as if so the guards will know, and so they come for me and it distracts them away from you guys, so you're able to get through. In my head, it, there's slow motion. Yeah. I'm looking back as I'm sort of still like fighting yeah. them. It's very dramatic. Very dramatic. And then, like, there's a massive crowd that forms, and you get lost within the crowd. Yeah. And then, like, out of sight. And we just as have you to go keep through going. the gate. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yes. So, Copper runs at the guards. Think like punching one of them, and they all start scrapping with you. And then the crowd that was looking at the entertainers have now formed around you, and you guys cannot see what's happening in this battle. But the gate is open, and you are able to go through. I'm I'm grabbing Martina by the arm. I'm like, come on, let's go. And I'm like dragging her. And I do the same with Selena. I'm just looking back to see like what's happening, but I can't see anything. It's like, Selena, Selena, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He knows We're what like he's doing. Pushing through the crowd of the guards as they're pushing Whilst past Whilst a single tear falls from your eye. I take off my pearl earring and drop it on the floor, hoping that if he manages to get out, he'll recognise it and pick it up. Ooh. Possible future stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you run through the gate. As you do, you hear bells being played from the top of the walls and the gate just immediately slams shut behind you. So you are now within the inner city and you see the palace before you. Like I said before, this place is like pure white brick, thatched roofs, beautiful place. You also notice that even on the cobblestones they are sealed with gold instead of cement so literally this place is the streets are paved with gold exactly exactly that this is how rich this place is and this is just the inner circle this isn't the palace so you can you only imagine how rich this palace actually is and how rich martina actually is yeah i bet you all wish you'd been nicer hey hey you looking at you you didn't die. Not <laughs> <laughs> been nice to you, I don't think. Surely Selena's like so distraught she doesn't even notice the gold yeah. in the street. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm so upset about Galil. Before you, you see the palace and around it is a 
watery trench going around the perimeter of it. Martina knows that there is literally only real one way in or out of this place. It was built to be a fortress in the end. But round the left side of the palace do have sewer works and one of those gates according to the plans is missing and that's the one that gets you into the dungeons. So everyone roll perception for me please to see if you can find this. Five plus six, ten. I got a nine. Eleven. <laughs> Twelve. Seventeen plus one, eighteen. Makes sense. Mine's thirteen, makes actually. Lucky catstone. The stuff. Yeah. It makes sense that Martino can easily find this thing. You see that the metal grate is missing from this very disgusting-looking sewer trap way. So you have to jump down into the water and then climb through it to get to the dungeons. Let's go through the sewer tunnel. Let's go. Boo! Sewers. Yeah. For that, roll this dexterity for me, please. <laughs> 19. <laughs> <laughs> she loves shit. <laughs> it may smell like shit, easily able to avoid it for your dexterous, dexterous body type. Thank you. It's the first time I've ever been told I have a dexterous body type. And it will be the last. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. But true. But true. <laughs> you climb through the filth. You come to an open cell. Poop buckets surround you and smell ungodly. There is a turn to the left leading down a corridor. But before you go, you hear voices in the cell next to you. Would you like to listen to them? Yes. Yeah. I did it. I did what you asked. I got the door open. The next voice you hear, Martina recognizes as Tarwin Bane, the leader of the Amber Lions. You did the job well, Roland. Do, 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 I, do I get a reward now? You promised! You promised! I did. I promised to save you from your poverty. You hear a blade and sheaf and the noise of something wet hitting the ground. I will save you. From what comes next, something heavy hits the ground, and heavy boots walk out the cell, leaving the dungeon. <gasps> they killed the ratty bastard. Ooh, the amber line's not good. Should we go and check if Ratty's dead? Is he definitely gone? Let's go and check. You walk around the corner to find the rat catcher dead in his cell. His belly has been cut fully open and blood covers all the cell floor. You carry on down the cells, but you notice that there is someone in one of them, still alive. You are all looking at him in his fine clothes. Hello, sis. Took you long enough. Did you get my message? And we will leave it there. <laughs> Who's your brother? <laughs> His message was, save me. It was a bit shit. A little bit more detail. Yeah. That's what you'll say to him in the next Yeah. 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 But before we go, we would like to give a massive thank you to Stephen for joining us on this adventure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We hope you enjoyed yourself. I did indeed. Yeah, and I hope that we can bring Copper back one day. Yeah, to see what happened to him. Exactly. I really hope so. 
<laughs> and it's galel, not copper. <laughs> I kept forgetting how to say galel. I was like, copper is so much easier. <laughs> Hence why I changed his name. <laughs> He'll always be galel to me. So, thank you from Stephen, L, Josh, Charlotte, Michael, and myself for listening to this episode. Please like, follow, subscribe, what, what, whatever it is. Like friends and family, tell them it. Tell them all of it. Just get it out there, please. 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 (laughs) We would very much appreciate it. And we will see you next time in Our Quest. So so Martin will be recording with us at some point then, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) He's been listening at the door. Before we go, I would like to just thank Jess from 20 Sides as they sent us a message saying how much they enjoy our episodes. And is it me, or did I see them selling dice? And they're back in stock? As an avid dice collector, I'm guessing I'm going to have to get my wallet out, and so should you. And we will see you on the 22nd of May for episode 17.